Welcome to the Day 21 Woman Fierce Faith Talks podcast, the podcast that tackles personal, spiritual, and professional growth with fierce, unshakable faith. I am Sonny, founder of Day 21 Woman and your podcast host. tuning in today to Day 21 Woman Fierce Faith Talks. Today we have an awesome guest on our show, Yolanda Proffer. Yolanda is a wife, a mother, a family nurse practitioner. She is also the owner of a Medi Spa, the Bijou Beauty Bar. In addition to all of these things Yolanda does, She has also served as a volunteer for a number of years at Grace Clinic, providing medical services to the community and several other community service activities. You are sure to be in for a treat as we talk with Yolanda today about the Superwoman Syndrome. Hi. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi, Yolanda. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited and glad you are going to be joining us for our podcast today. I'm excited to be here with Day 21 Woman. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I have already given everyone an introduction of who you are and your bio and all the amazing and great things that you have done. So I am sure we are in for a treat today when we get a chance to talk with you a little bit about this topic we're going to get into today, um, which is superwoman syndrome. (laughs) I love it. Superwoman syndrome. So I need to get my cape one. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Get your cape on. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So um, before we get into that in detail, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey of wife, you know, motherhood, career woman, all the different hats that you're wearing? Okay, so, um, well, obviously I'm a mother. I have one son, he's 14. Um, I have been married uh, going on 15 years next week. Awesome. Um, yes, 15 years. Awesome. And um, I juggle a lot being a wife and a mother and working full time. And I started my own business about two years ago, something that I wanted to do for several years, uh, which was um, start my own aesthetics business. Uh, I want to say pretty much a combination of all of those things in a whole, I guess you would say would make me a superwoman because it comes out to you have to have a lot of balancing all day long. It's just like you're juggling between mom, you know, and then now we're home because we're all quarantined. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even with me going back and forth to see patients in the office and doing some telemedicine at home, I'm still trying to balance out my son who's getting homeschooled at home. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think you make an interesting point there because you have two pretty demanding careers. You know, yes. um, you work in the medical profession, which we know mm-hmm. right now, Healthcare workers are, you know, doing a lot and your business is also, you own a Medispa business. So mm-hmm. also something very um, intricate, meaning, you know, these, the, your careers are very detailed and require a lot of 
energy and responsibility. So yes, exactly. A lot of responsibilities. And I was actually telling um, my husband's grandmother not too long ago, how just as a medical professional, if you're a nurse, if you're a doctor, no matter what area you work in medicine, a lot of times you take on a lot of people's problems all day long because that's our job. That's what we do. We take on mm. all of the their fears, their struggles um, on top of diagnosing and treating them, especially mm. as nurse practitioners. We are trained to look at the whole scope of the patient. So it's mm-hmm. not just diagnose, treat and send them out. You know, what else is going on with this patient and why maybe they can't get their medicines or, you know, why they're having so much anxiety or. And now, unfortunately, there's a lot of people struggling with anxiety and depression. It's you know, getting to the point where people that thought they can handle it, you know, they're losing their jobs and, you know, it, it's changing, you know? Mm-hmm. So in the world of family medicine, um, though we are trained in all areas of medicine, a lot of her, a lot of that medicine right now is headed a little bit more towards psych. And um, it, you take on that energy all day long mm-hmm. and then you have to come home and mm-hmm. you have to now, you know, make sure, you, you know, check your kid's homework or, mm-hmm. you know, also don't forget, you know, hubby's hungry, you know, right. and though you might have a balance with your husband in the home, we're still mothers. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, we, most mothers do take on the brunt of everything and I'm an organizer. Like everything has to be planned and set and for the whole day to flow and to go well. When things are out of order, it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, even though you might have help from your husband, you know, which I do, still as a mom, it's it's still, you know, I'm preparing the meals. I'm trying to figure out what are we going to do for the day? You know, mm-hmm. is the homework done? But at the same time, I still have all of my patients that I might see mm-hmm. throughout the day, you know, between 18 or 20 people that you thinking about, you know, did this medicine get sent in? Is it working? How is mm-hmm. so-and-so doing? Is, is she sleeping okay? I know she's really anxious. We still take on a lot of that. And, and even at the front line with COVID-19 right now, there's a lot of patients that are passing and nurses are right there. Mm. And, you know, you don't have time to grieve with that patient. Uh You don't have time to feel anything because you have to move on to the next patient. Like in New York, you know, at the Epic Center, they're just, you know, going on to the next patient. And I've been there before, just even working as an ortho trauma nurse before I became Mm -hmm. a family nurse practitioner. It is very hard to constantly be in a trauma setting and go home and have to deal with your own fires. Wow. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm sitting here listening and... You brought up something very interesting because that's something I didn't think about, which you talked about how you go into your workplace and you actually take on mm-hmm. what's happening in your workplace. So in addition to all of these things and all these different hats you're wearing, you're also picking up additional stress you know, mm-hmm. some people might say energy or mm-hmm. whatever else may be going on. And all these patients you're seeing every day, you're bringing that onto yourself. You're taking that on. And now you still have to go home, which kind of brings me to this next question, which is how do you, I guess, do you have support and how do you gain support for yourself in all these areas? Because that, that's a lot of demand. I mean, being a wife in like you mentioned, you've been married going on 15 years. And we know nowadays, mm, <laughs> if you can make it to year five, okay? <laughs> Jesus honey. himself has anointed Litter. the marriage at Litter. year five, okay? Yeah. The constant, <laughs> so you, 
constant roller coaster. It is, it is. So we know getting to 15 years of marriage is not easy to do, right? And then Mm -hmm. also the demands of being a mom. And so how are you getting support if you are getting support for yourself? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, So in general, I would say my family is my biggest support system, whether it's obviously our parents, my mother, my father, my sister, my husband, my family is my biggest support system. Even if it's coming home and taking, you know, 45 minutes out the day to just sit down and and watch an episode on TV and just kind of woosah and get Mm -hmm. your mind out of everything. And um, to, you know, sit down and maybe have a conversation even with my husband, you know, about how our day was. We try not to talk too much about the stress parts of our day because he has a okay. stressful job. I have a stressful job. And one thing that I've learned is when we bring so much of that stress back into our home, it just makes it worse. Okay. So I've come to the main conclusion to just mm-hmm. literally when I leave my job, mm-hmm. I personally pray before I go to work. I <laughs> pray when I leave work. And mm-hmm. I have to leave as much of that there and not bring it home because this is this is over almost 20 years in the field of medicine that I've learned how to like, you know, put that in order because you, will you bring that, that home. A how lot of a lot of times I literally have to block it out. I okay. have to not I, I personally don't even do a lot of my charting at home. When I leave okay. work, I try my best to finish everything up I need to do at work. And then come home because I know once I hit the door, like most moms, the demand starts on what do you need? You know, uh, can you help me with this? And and it it, it 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 starts to go on and on and on. So for me, my biggest support system most definitely is my family and, and my sister, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, I know if I'm really stressed out, <laughs> I will pick up the phone like, oh, my God, I need someone to talk to. Or believe it or not, God kind of knows. I will be honest with you. I kind of feel like when you're getting really stressed and uh-huh. you feel that spiritually, and if you, you're constantly in prayer and connected with the Holy Spirit, you will feel, he, he knows, he always sends someone to give you a word. You know, mm-hmm. like I might be mm-hmm. sitting down and I'm like, oh my God, like this is mm-hmm. so much today, especially mm-hmm. right now with COVID-19. Yeah, You might send me a scripture or mm-hmm. send me, you know, a video or something out of the blue that just mm-hmm. really confirms that my calling, which is medicine, mm-hmm. my gift, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is helping and taking care of people mm-hmm. and how to continue to ha- not have fear, but just continue to trust and have faith in God because and, it, it's hard. It can be. Yeah. And, you know, I know I have found even for myself that being purposeful in trying to spend some kind of time with God within my day makes me feel so much better Mm -hmm. um you know and that means when I take time out and incorporate either prayer or reading my scriptures or listening to a sermon or listening to gospel music in some way trying to find a way to incorporate that in I know has helped me you know, I think when it comes to like all of the different weights and different things that are going on or that I may be dealing with, because, you know, like you said, one of the things you've learned to do is to create that balance. One, you recognize who and where your support comes from. So, you know, they are, sounds like giving it to you, but you know where to go get it if you need it. So Mm -hmm. that's good. And the other thing you've done, it sounds like is you have created boundaries between your home and your work so Mm -hmm. you said hey I cut it off and the good thing and I as I was listening to you you know you talked about how both you and your husband have stressful careers so one of the things that you guys 
half, if you think about from a support perspective, you both try to keep that out of the home, you know, and Mm -hmm. so that, you know, helps to remove that added layer of stress that would be there on top of what comes with just being married and having a family and a home as it is. So what would you say um, is probably your biggest challenge and how do you manage it? I would say my biggest challenge would be probably as of right now, managing my my son's school work. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> currently yeah, right now teachers nowadays. Oh I, yes. Oh yes. Yes. currently in the state that I am in today, right. it is managing his schoolwork. I okay. God bless the air because it has heard me talk a lot. Okay. <laughs> Coronavirus <laughs> quarantine. My gift is medicine. I have learned uh-huh. how to balance that. I have learned mm-hmm. how to manage that. Right. My gift is not being a junior high slash middle school teacher. Like that's mm-hmm. just something I don't right. do well with. But, so, but you know what though? I think you make an interesting point because there are times in our lives where to your point, you said, hey, I know what my gift is. It's mm-hmm. managing medicine, right? Mm-hmm. And so I asked, you know, what was your biggest challenge and how you manage it? And you said right now, I've had to get away from my norm, mm-hmm. right? And so my prioritization of things and things that historically have been my priority of management and me knowing I got this down, I don't have that down. Now I'm being thrown into something unfamiliar mm-hmm. that I'm not very good at, but it is a priority. It is and a priority. So Most that I, mm-hmm. I can't get away from So the challenge I now have is the shifting of the priorities that I have to take in Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. It's a huge shift because your typical day would be, you know, work, come home, Mm -hmm. you know, kids, Mm -hmm. school, work, come home, eat dinner, you know, maybe watch some TV, laugh, talk, you know, maybe it might be a little bit of homework to do, but really not much. And then Mm -hmm. you move on. But now I have to, I'm home, I'm home. You know, because we have to um, decrease our exposure as family nurse practitioners and family mm-hmm. medicine and all the doctors, all of us have to. So we're doing some telemedicine at home to continue to decrease our exposure, but to still take care of patients. So I'm at home still trying to now the stuff I would leave at work, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. leave there has right. been forced <laughs> to come into my home now. It is forced right. for me to start still hearing the needs and taking care of my patients and dealing with all of that on top of, Hey mom, can you help me with this? Or Hey mm-hmm. mom, now I'm hungry. You know? So now my, my, what, what you thought was all nice and lined up that was prioritized. You know, I knew mm-hmm. my boundaries. I knew how to prioritize my schedule every day, you know, and mm-hmm. that totally shifted and changed. And that was the biggest challenge is now how do I block out being at home dealing with my patients and, and taking care of them and doing mm-hmm. my job and doing all the things that my son needs as far as making sure his homework's okay. You know, I mean, we might even have technical difficulties with the internet or this or that. So just the balance in general with, with those, um, I would say that is my biggest challenge is trying to get his schedule working with my schedule. Yeah, because I mean, you've had um, a complete flip in that 
you've been someone who historically has been able to keep work out of the home Mm -hmm. and now your work is in the home, Mm -hmm. you know? So in addition to your work now being in the home, you also are having a demand with the schoolwork and with your son and the prioritization with that, that has now taken on a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And, And for a second, you know, let's talk about that for a second, because I think that, And I know this because I've heard it from my children when I was in that stage of my life of career building and, um, you know, being really focused on getting my career. And as some people say, you know, I'm in the bag or, you know, or Uh I'm trying to level up and all those kinds of things. And to be completely honest, um, I think sometimes as mom and moms, as women, typically our careers sometimes may take a prioritization over our families because we see, I got to pay these bills. Right. And I may have a lifestyle that I want to maintain, you know what I'm saying? And so that whole idea of being able to tell your kids, I'll get to you later is something that you could do. But now you can't do that, Mm-mm. you know, <laughs> because no. like you said, now you're the teacher. And mm-hmm. so that whole process of saying, hey, I'll get to you later and it'll be OK. Now you can't do that because your kid might not even go to the next grade level or <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so there is a lot more at stake with that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So what tips would you give? For those ladies right now that are like yourself, that are dealing with so many hats and now, you know, have a dynamic like what you've described. So the tips that I would give, number one, is like we said, having a balance, having a balance, sort out your priorities, Um, learn how to delegate, you know, in your even in your home or even at work. So in my home, for example, uh, my husband and I, we can, we'll separate subjects at this point, you know, because he's working from home sometimes in and out of court. I'm working from home. So to balance out, you know, if our son has a question, okay, you know, you have science, math, I'll take, you know, language, arts, and social studies, you know, so we kind of have learned. How, yeah, we kind of learned how to, do, you know, and I dealt that that was something that once again, I, I'm an I'm a organizer. So I had to look and say, okay, this is too much. Let me delegate some of this out. And that could be to your spouse in your home. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Most definitely um, limit your dis- distractions and things that might waste your time right now. I know it's easy to be on social media. For me, sometimes social media, just in general, getting on there, just looking at something else kind of just gets you away from the stress. But mm-hmm. you want to still limit the distractions and probably just set a time through the day to just say, let's get these things done. And then we all have playtime the rest of the evening. Absolutely. Most definitely balance out your um, physical and mental health. I mean, I think it's very important to try your best, to, you know, if it's nice to go walk. For me, I have to do that. Uh, try to work out in the home if I can. Even if, even if you don't have a home gym, jumping jacks, whatever you can do. So most definitely maintaining your physical and mental health as well as spiritual. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say probably much that would, in the whole, I would say that's how you balance out the act of a working mother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Really good tips. So many would call you a superwoman and rightfully oh. so because you are doing it, girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing it. Um, but one of the things I know me personally, and this is something that I had to evaluate a few years ago, and I think you said it when we first started talking, which was the cape, like, you know, let us get our cape, you know what I mean? 
And a few years ago, I began to ask myself, you know, do I want to wear the cape, right? <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. you have to take that cape. Most definitely. Sometimes I don't and, want to be a super mom. I want exactly. to be, I just, I just want to be in a robe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. You don't I don't want, want a cape. cape. So I thought about this thing. I said, you know what? I think, um, and, and what I came up with was superwoman syndrome. And so let me um, explain to you. So, you know, if you look up superwoman, Superwoman, the meaning of that, and and these are uh, definitions I received from Google, which is a woman with exceptional strength or ability, especially one who successfully manages home, brings up their children, and has a full-time job. And then when I looked up syndrome, they gave a couple of, um, you know, definitions, but I wanted to focus on the point they were making, which was a characteristic combination of opinions, emotions, or behaviors. So when I sat back and I thought about this idea of the superwoman syndrome, I said, what does that mean? If I had to define it, what would I say? And so I said, superwoman syndrome is behavior and emotions for a woman that associates strength and her ability to manage a home, raise children, and work a full-time job. So what I'm saying there is, we bring as women our behavior and our emotions to our ability ability to associate strength in these areas. So there are two words that I want to really focus on because like I said, this has all been great information you shared and you are truly wearing all your hats in an awesome way. Um, But I think we have to, especially now with everything going on, with COVID-19 and, you know, health and wellness being at the forefront of people's minds and it not being something that's so easy for us to gain and we really have to be purposeful and work at it. When you think about behaviors and emotions connected with this idea of superwoman, what type of emotions do you deal with as it relates to this superwoman syndrome or strengths in these areas you know what kind of emotions do you deal with or go through I think it's a roller coaster of emotions you know fear frustration anger um you might feel love sometimes but I I really think it's just a roller coaster of emotions depending on how your day is going because Mm. you're still your wife so that's Mm -hmm. a that's emotional right there that can that can cause some emotion you know, mm-hmm. now we're all stuck in the house together, which is not a bad right. thing. You know, I like my husband. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a difference. That makes a difference. Because a like lot of people finding out, they don't like theirs. <laughs> it helps. But at the end of the day, you know, I want to go to happy hour. You know, you, right. you kind of want to go out, you know. I'm quite, right. sure, I'm quite sure he wants to go, you know, to right. that thing. So uh, they're, they're, that, that, that's a ball of emotions right there all day long, you know. Because sometimes you might feel like, okay, today has been more like, you know, 80, mm-hmm. 80 some percent me, where's your 20%? <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? So right, right. that can mm-hmm. be a ball of emotions right there in, that in itself. And then being a mother, I think your emotions can change with that. You know, you mm-hmm. can go from being frustrated because kids are comfortable, they're in the home. Um, mm-hmm. You got to keep them on a schedule. 
Um, at the end of the day, nobody they think it's still weekend every day of the right. week. So they want to stay up all hours of the night. So mm-hmm. it's still trying to get them to balance out. No, you still have to be on a school schedule um, and keeping them focused on, on their tasks and getting what they need to get done during the day. Um, so mm-hmm. there, there's some frustration there with that sometimes. And um, just being uh, over for me in general, I want to also say being an aunt and being a sister. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm, have a lot mm-hmm. of emotions with that. I take, yeah. you know, and I'm okay with that. I really mm-hmm. am. And, 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 and a best friend and a sister mm-hmm. friend and a sister cousin mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. I literally will take on and I have no problem with that. My phone rings. I know some people, they need something at that time or something's going on. Um, I know, like I said, I was called with the gift of medicine. If someone has a medical question or needs something, I know that I have to be there for that person. A lot of times I've yielded a lot of things that could have went really wrong. So it it doesn't really always shut off. It doesn't. And I think it's very selfish to say, oh, I just ain't going to deal with that. I I just think if it's your calling, God said too much is given, much is required. I truly believe that. So when my phone is ringing or something's going on, sometimes I got to say, okay, let me, let me, let me take care of this real quick. But that can be emotional, too, because I might mm-hmm. be taking on what what my family is dealing with sometimes, and it can mm-hmm. cause me some sadness, you know, mm-hmm. or it can cause me some anger. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that I think my emotions depends on the person and the situation I'm dealing with. It could it mm-hmm. could go up, up and down. But for sure, mm-hmm. is the, what keeps me grounded is mm-hmm. literally my relationship and faith with God. I think mm-hmm. if I have that ground foundation there, I'm able mm-hmm. to really balance out some of these motions throughout the day. And I know when I say, okay, let me just take a minute just for Yolanda. Mm-hmm. And I've learned how to do that, whether I go, mm-hmm. you know, for a walk or I sit or, you know, whatever I have to do. I've, just, I've learned how to just stop and take a minute for me. And when we all know when the salons open back up, my men are going to be getting the nails dug in that pedicure. <laughs> that is my right. moment. Do not bother me. Right. <laughs> it is my, I even tried to see the massage parlors when they're going to open up. Like, right. can I go get a massage? Like, I just, right. that is my moment. So and I, I've, I learned very clearly, I work too hard not to set even a small budget right. aside for me to just take right. it. Not a big budget, just a small budget. Take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just in general. So my Medi Spa is is something else too. You know, now that I, I I have my business, my clients that come in again, I have patients and clients, but they're intertwined. My clients are my mm-hmm. patients. They are. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. they sit in my chair, and, and though we're beautiful, talking about beauty and all the great things we can do in that area, there's other things that come up with me because I'm still medical. You know, we might be here for one thing, and I'm talking to them about, did you get your pap smear? Okay, have you had your breast exam? You know, what all right. are the things are you doing to take care of yourself as a woman? Because I am a huge supporter of women. I feel like mm-hmm. women in general need to take care of their self, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Because I've mm-hmm. seen it in every area where that, if you don't do that, you will literally fall apart. And you can go into a very deep depression you know, to the point where you're not functioning at the highest ability that God has given you to function. You can't, you cannot, because we we don't take care of ourselves. Well, and I think that, you know, that's kind of, you know, one of the things I was thinking in reference to this whole understanding the behaviors and the emotions that are connected with being a superwoman because I think that we oftentimes think about superwoman in the context of she's doing it all right Mm -hmm. she's a mom she's a wife she's got a career she's popping or whatever Mm -hmm. words people want to use to describe that but people do they take a pause and say 
you know, there's actually some emotions involved with yes. being a superwoman, Most right? Definitely. Yes. And um, I like how self-aware you are because you said, look, I'm the type of person when it comes to emotions, I actually have to be careful because me jumping in and out of all these different things that, you know, my strength and success in these areas is measured upon not only by me, but other people, they've got some emotions mm -hmm. attached to it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know that I'm the type of person, I take this stuff on. So when it comes to my career, certain things that may happen there, I may emotionally take some of those things on. When it comes to, you know, what I'm dealing with with my family, which you've identified as a support system for you, but that can also, and it as it relates to you being there for others, right? Mm -hmm. In your superwoman syndrome, now I'm taking on those emotions mm -hmm. as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think you kind of rolled nicely into the behavioral part, which is, like you said, when you start getting into kind of all these emotional spaces and we aren't self-aware enough to recognize and go deep into mm -hmm. the feelings associated with these different spaces right mm -hmm. and really process and understand those feelings you know at the end of the day does that lead to depression mm -hmm. is that affecting my behavior as it relates to my willingness or my desire to do certain things you know um how is that those how are those emotions rolling into my behaviors you know personally or professionally mm -hmm or however that may be. So I, I like, like I said, how self-aware you are and how you were able to mention that, hey, you know what, at the end of the day, um, you know, I take some of this stuff on and I've had to learn how to not only find the balance in the things that I'm doing and I'm responsible for doing, but I've had to learn how to find the balance within my own emotions. Most definitely. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really good. And you kind of tapped on this a little bit, but I want to um, close out today um, on your faith. Um, and so if you can share with us a little bit about how your faith plays a role in all of this for you, all of this as it relates to your journey, your support, your challenges, and this concept of the superwoman syndrome. How does your faith play into all this? Well, I will first say my faith in general is, is grounded in the word of God. And I think that foundation, that has to be there. Amen. And nobody's perfect. None of us are. But without that foundation of knowing where my real source comes from and my support mm -hmm. system, which is through the Father, it, it really mm -hmm. is. And for me, no matter how stressed I can be, I go into prayer. I go into prayer mm -hmm. on any decision that I, I make, especially big decisions. I mean, I've learned mm -hmm. very quickly just over almost, I'm 40 years old. So, you know, I have to go into prayer and I have to have a a, a, a feeling of a, some type of discernment to know, is this what I should be doing? Is this right. what I should be taking on? And when I do feel all of these emotions that I'm starting to take on in general or the stress that can cause get on myself, I have to make the conscious decision it's time to step back and fast. I'm a big, mm -hmm. big supporter of fasting. I feel like that's mm -hmm. the, the greatest connection you have with God is when you fast. I, mm -hmm. There's so many things that line up in your life when you fast and you pray. Just mm -hmm. during that period, so many things are enlightened to you and 
you really get to have whatever emotion you're dealing with, whatever you're fasting for, I feel like it all starts to line up and you're a lot stronger when you come out of that fast and you have a lot, yeah. a, a better understanding of what you need to do with your life, your situation, mm -hmm. your health, your money, no matter what it is, your business. Mm -hmm. So for me, faith is the center of everything around me from my yeah. marriage to being a mother, to being a sister, to being an aunt, to being a best friend, a sister friend. Faith is surrounded in all of that. Because even being a, a, a nurse practitioner, my faith is in that because mm -hmm. patients are they're sick or they are in need. And I always constantly tell people, no matter how tired I might feel when people come to you, they're coming at you because they need that support. Right. You know, so without having a strong faith and a ground and a, and a foundation in Christ and constantly staying in fasting and prayer, because when you get away from that, I think is when I feel most definitely I snowball more out of control emotionally. Absolutely. Period, point Absolutely. blank. I am all over Absolutely. the place. I can't think. I'm angry. I don't mm -hmm. like you. I don't, I'm just, <laughs> I, I, right. I'm all over the place. And I think being able to recognize that is very important to say, you know, yes. this is too much. I need mm -hmm. to, let me get into some fasting and prayer. Or I see things around me starting to fall apart, whether mm -hmm. it's with, mm -hmm. you know, family or friends or whatever, or just in my own situation. When I start mm -hmm. to see that, falling apart, I, no matter what, I'm like, look, I need to go into some fasting prayer. And I get my prayer warriors together. So mm -hmm. uh, that's my sister. You know, we have, mm -hmm. you know, day 21 that we have a group of women that we know are our support system spiritually. You know, Amen. find your prayer warrior sister. That's so important. Mm -hmm. I, I don't mm -hmm. know how, important, I don't know how many texts I might get when somebody say, can you pray for me? Or can you pray for this? Or, hey, can you go on fasting with me? I really need this. And that's awesome. That is awesome. So I think that's that's important. That's important to keep me grounded, to keep my faith where it needs to be. So fear don't overtake everything that's going on in my life. Because mm -hmm. that without that, it, it, it makes it very difficult to be able to sustain and go day to day. It really does. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I tell you, um, Yolanda, this talk has been amazing. Yes, and it has. Are. <laughs> a blessed superwoman and a mighty woman of God. And um, I thank you for joining me today on Day 21 Woman Fierce Faith yes. Talk uh, today as we got into this mm -hmm. discussion. And I know that our listeners will be mm -hmm. able to take away something meaningful and helpful and substantive in these areas. Mm -hmm. And um, before we go, I do want to leave our listeners with a couple of scriptures oh yeah and sure. um again thank you so much Yolanda. and can i add um um mm -hmm. uh sister because you are my sister <laughs> Sonny. <laughs> hard to like turn those off you know but anyway yeah. but can i add to that you know to be a superwoman in general you have to have a superwoman that you are modeling after Yes. So for me has been my mother, my sister, Amen. other women in Christ or other women that have succeeded in business or in medicine or, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm very involved in my community, community leaders and activists. I, in general, or in order to be that super woman, you start off as a little girl and you're mm -hmm. looking up to different women who are super mm -hmm. women. Absolutely. And now that we're going into Mother's Day coming up, I want a lot of your audience and people to identify who that superwoman is in your life. 
you know, right. and, and, and send her a message or a card and let her know, you know what, you are my superwoman because I know I am taking on that. You're passing that cape down to me, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just want to add that, you know, thank you for being such a good role model, but I'm oh, going to quit talking welcome. because you know, I cry. <laughs> I'm about, I'll start crying. I'm about, well, thank you for being amazing. Let me be on amazing. <laughs> Let me on woman and prayer and fasting partner, all those things you are to me. So I've been truly blessed. Yes, I'm like, let me go. I'm getting emotional now. There yes, you go. Ball of emotions, yes. I told you. <laughs> so with all of that, and just to kind of uh, touch on what you said, I think you make a good point is for all of the our ladies to find their superwoman. Mm-hmm. Who's your superwoman yeah. out there? And when you think about your superwoman syndrome, think about your own behaviors and, mo- and emotions mm-hmm. and the things that you can do in regulating those spaces so that you are the superwoman that God called you to be. Yeah. And I'm going to leave you with these two scriptures. Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. And First Chronicles 16 and 11 says, look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time on Fierce. Thank you for listening to Fierce Faith Talks with Day 21 Woman. I am Sonny. And until we talk again, Keep it fierce and have unshakable faith.